uh nate you know i know you're a gamer and uh and all this and uh you know i'm just thinking maybe out loud as far as in your shoes right now it's like all right we've done all the thinking we can do we've done all the game planning we can do maybe maybe you know just fuck it we'll just go in next year and just not think anymore and just win this thing when we don't think so much is that am i on the right path at all with this like maybe you just guys think a little too much oh Last one here for Nathan Sport. Mark Spector, Hello, everybody. Welcome into another episode of Grit, a Pokemon online trading card uh, game beginner's guide for Sword and Shield Shining Fates expansion pack podcast. Uh, I'm Jake. <laughs> My Charizard. Diamond hands. Diamond hands. <laughs> I, I like the Charizard. I like the card. I fumbled the execution. I even wrote that down, but fuck, man. <laughs> All right, guys, I have the answer for what you need to do is you get Exodia. You get all parts of Exodia, and you play Exodia all the time. Exodia is my favorite Pokemon. (laughs) Here's the the bad part about building that Exodia deck is that his hands are not made out of diamonds. Um, Well, guys, I I think we should just get right into it and start with our pulls this week, right? Yeah. I pulled Um, a a shiny Sobble card, a shiny Cinderace. I got a Reshiram, Hollow, of course. Hollow Suicune. Hollow Darkrai, it's been tight, dude. D- Ditto VMAX? Cinderace V VMAX? Those are you're saying, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I got a sack of rocks because I uh, haven't, uh, haven't done anything with that. Me and Mariah went to Walmart today to buy Pokemon cards, and we had to go talk to guest services, and I never felt like the biggest fucking nerd like in the world before and then. I, yeah. ugh. <laughs> I, I remember the day when I found when me and Dakota found uh, booster packs for Magic in Walmart, and we we're like, "Wait, there's just a fucking nerd aisle here of just card games." Well, yeah. So they only put single Pokemon packs out there and let you buy one at a time. You have to go back like to the guest services for the big product. Yeah, because um, people are shitty. The scalpers suck. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let me tell you, it's annoying to jump through those hoops because I just want to buy cards to have them. Uh, if I got like a two hundred dollar Charizard, I might be like, I, I guess I could sell this, but otherwise, like, I don't know, man. Yeah, to all uh, seats, I agree. To sell this, but yeah, I walked. We walked up to guest services, and there's this nice old lady. I'm like, hey, can we buy those Pokemon cards behind you? And she just like went from smiling to like, nerd. yep. Whoa. Well, no, nerd. no, I don't think it's nerd. I think it's oh, you're one of those. One of those because yeah, that's exactly well, yeah. what I was thinking. Well, and then they had two boxes left, and Mariah was like, can we get both, one for each? <laughs> and she was Aww. like, ah. And so, I mean, eventually we were talking to her, and I was like, yeah, I just, I mean, we collect, been like, I, Pokemon was around since I was, like, born, dude. I've loved that shit my whole life, and blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah. You had to present your nerd card in order to purchase these. To make sure not even she's just like trying to make sure you're not trying to be dicks to kids for no reason it's pretty fucking sick yeah well that's the thing i was like yeah i mean we're not trying to sit here and scalp like we just like the thing and you know we're not gonna fucking try and buy everything up for fucking you know i'm trying to i'm not trying to fuck over any kids or anything play i want them to play the game and shit um but they were also the last two boxes they had back there so it was just like oh no. but we got them so the person who derailed us so thoroughly um, as soon as we hit the record button is Jake. Um, There's nothing else to talk about. Welcome Team to, shit every bed. Welcome to Great Hockey Podcast. Here for all of your Pokemon trading card game needs. Um, hockey's over. Like I said, create a Pokemon online trading card game. Beginner's Guide for Sword and Shield Shining Vades Expansion Path Podcast. 
Good job, bud. What was that again? All in one breath. <laughs> I was about to say, like, I was about to say, like, damn, he's an expert adorator right there, all in one breath. <laughs> I haven't started with the hello, everybody, at the beginning to emulate, yeah. like, the greatest yeah, hockey right. podcast of all time. Smile. The bigots. <laughs> anyway, hockey, let's talk about it. I'm also joined by Dylan. Hello. Jake has one card that I want. Yeah. That's all, that's all I want. I have three. Oh, I only <laughs> require know. one. You want the parrot, Mirko, and his evolution. You know, you're, you're right, but I will settle for my parrot boy. <laughs> you don't understand how much I love him. Yep. Uh, also joined by Devin. Uh, yeah, I've never been into card games. Why did you say it like you're from the South? Did I? No, Dakota was like, Devin. Devin. Oh, yeah, oh. that was kind of weird. Devin. <laughs> Thing is, y'all are just going to roll with it. I had to speak it. to him in his native tongue. Otherwise, he wouldn't have oh. understood. Mm. <laughs> we all speak the same tongue, and that is being fans of uh, teams that are out of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, I'm also here. That is the sad man's tongue. Yeah. I'm also here with Indy. All right, guys, I'm trading in my jersey for a Canadian's Patrick Waugh jersey, and I am now becoming a Canadian's fan. I was about to is say, it, I'm not a Wild fan. What's going is on? It a, is it, no, no, not the Wild. Canadians. Yeah, um, no, I know. I'm just we're, saying. We're going, we're going Team Canada. Uh, I was talking about the Hurricanes, champion. Fair enough. The Hurricanes <laughs> also got, got fucked. I'm resigning from the podcast. Finally, my name is Dakota. Same. And, uh... I have a question uh, for you, Jake. I have an answer. Okay. Um, so you're you're talking a lot about Pokemon, right? Uh, so that's how I know that you're a gamer and uh, all this. Uh, you know. <laughs> uh, Jake, I know you're a gamer and all this, and uh, you know, I'm just thinking maybe out loud as far as in your shoes right now. Like we've done all the thinking we can, we've done all the game plan we can do. Maybe, maybe you know, just fuck, fuck it. it. We'll go into next year and not think that anymore and just win this thing when we don't think that much. Am I on the right path at all with this? Like, maybe you guys just think a little too much? Uh, No. What? No. 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 What? He, what? He, 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 no. Can we, can, we, can we go to the next question? <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I laugh how, like, I still just, like, sat there. He just said no, and then had to re, like, think what the fucking question was. He just autopilot said no. I know, I need to find you was... a clip of it, because, like, after that, like I said, before the podcast times, um, the next guy from Sportsnet... As the guy asking the question, Nate interrupts him and is just like, what? Still worried about what Dater fucking said? <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny, dude. Like, I remember as the like person was calling out their name, he, like, had, like, expressions on his face and it looked like he was mouthing what? Like he was but I, putting the pieces he, together. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. He, he actually just interrupts this guy as he's asking a question, just like, what the fuck did this moron before you just fucking ask me? That was brutal. Listen, Dater was just hooking Nate up. He didn't want Nate to experience the bad feelings of uh, losing a playoff series, so he made him feel worse feelings by making him listen to that. <laughs> yeah. He replaced the depression with confusion and depression. You gotta make a man buffer. I was about to say, <laughs> he, your he made, he made the, the pain in his heart go to the pain in his brain as brain cells are dying. Yeah. Due to that question. 
God, I hate Vader. Me too. Vader sucks. Sometimes I forget just how bad Adrian Dater is, and then he does something that reminds me, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. He's a person that, for some reason, has a job in the industry. It's been funny because I've been listening to like the Steve Dangle podcast and stuff, and they're like, wait, why do I know Dater before? Why is he infamous? I remember that he's infamous. I don't remember why. And then they have to redrudge that up and then also bring this up. And it's just like, man, this guy just makes a fool of himself, and that's how he gets on the national stage. Wait, wait, hang on. They... They actually talked about this issue. Yeah, <laughs> that's fucking great. And uh, that fucking you're right, Indy. I forgot like, you're the best beat writer in hockey. Oh wait, just forgot you've never been a beat writer. Never covered a team day to day. Listen here, Dater. We're not beat writers, <laughs> nor do we strive to be. Fuck you. <laughs> but when he gets fired from Colorado hockey now for harassing women and their DMs, he can start a new fucking blog called Day to Dater. I've Ugh. been seeing a lot of... Oh my god, that's so fucking stupid. Anyways. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just... Oh, just no. hold off what Dater did to Nate right there. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think that's a pretty good right. one. We got one running here. I was I'm sorry, seeing... do you guys need to give me a lesson in online decorum? Yeah. Um, I'm just talking like hockey people talk. Let me, let me just send you this link. It's from a, a helpful uh, hot dog cannery website called Meat Spin. Just go ahead and open that up. <laughs> but yeah i saw lots of talk in like the twitter comment section that he's like self-employed does he like own colorado hockey now or i'm not sure i know there are other hockey nows that is something that i did not know about um yeah i don't know colorado hockey now is a blog he likes to pretend he's a beat reporter but he's a blogger yeah i don't know man idiot uh, i'll say he actually might be self-employed then (laughs) weird you can't fire me i quit listen i I still remember (laughs) like the um aside from like you know the stories and shit that we had heard over the years about him uh the thing i most remember is when he was working for bsn before they became dnvr right and how much of a fucking like stick in the fucking mud he was about everything and how they'd I can't remember if it was like they'd won by a goal or lost by a goal in a game where like they looked like they were in it the whole time coming off the 17, sorry, 16, 17, like cursed season. And everybody else on the cast was like, yo, like this is progress. Like this is good. Like they looked good. They played good. And that's something we haven't seen in a while. And that's like reassuring. And Dater was just like, they're fucking pussies. They're soft. They're going to get their asses kicked. They're so fucking stupid. And then he just was not part of the show the next day. <laughs> like, he was well, so, gone from the company. Well, so I guess he had a fucking problem with the owner, if I recall correctly, because I don't know this from, like, my inside sources or anything. Smile. Um, but he was talking mad shit about the owner on Twitter for months after. Mm, well, Over and over fun. again and saying, like, well, I left the company because of this, and then... It was like, no, we fired him. And it was like, no, I left. And I was like, oh, my God, dude. Like, listen, I know. LOL. I know that, like, the people said that it wasn't like a result of like him talking that shit. Um, And I believe them when they say that. But I think that it definitely like was part of a larger problem with the way that he probably conducted himself and the way that the company wants people to like present themselves you know (laughs) i don't know man it's fucking stupid that guy's that guy's 
trash. You've got it wrong, Bo, but thanks for the evaluation. He was just trying to be sympathetic to McKinnon. Sorry, you and others don't do context very well. <laughs> I'm going to speak right. exclusively in dater tweets from now on. Please don't. The worst timeline. <laughs> yeah. no. I fucking hate blue check marks. Uh, uh, I hate liberals and um, women. What's, what's your feelings <laughs> on Larry Bird? Love him. <laughs> <laughs> All he right. was tougher than any player on the Avalanche today. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right, so let's move on. Uh, we've uh, we've stalled long enough. Yeah. Game six. Wait, no, I have more. I have the... more. Hold on. Uh, no, no, <laughs> no, okay, no. We're done. No, I, I actually have relevant talk. Okay, fine. Um, so my mom and my girlfriend are both awesome. Sure. Um, they are. And some packages came in today that were slightly late birthday presents. Yeah. Um, all avalanche themed, of course. <laughs> <laughs> the dagger twists. And I was sitting here and I'm sitting here and drinking out of my brand new fucking Avalanche Yeti. It's tight. It's so <laughs> sick. Um and it's just like, man, though they sure did lose yesterday, those motherfuckers. Um and then I'm wearing a shirt and my mom bought me a package. I got I got a package from my mom that was clearly a shirt and I opened it up and it's the same shirt I'm wearing. Mm -hmm. um, oh no. And it's a shirt that she bought me for Christmas. <laughs> Oh, that's Damn. really funny. <laughs> Dude, it's mad no. funny. It's a comfy-ass shirt, though. I'm not complaining. Just have to. You're like, damn. It's like, no, I got two. I don't have to worry about one. I knew you like it uh, because I've seen you wearing it, Smile. To be fair to her, this one has long sleeves. Um, <laughs> oh, I would say that that's kind of fundamentally different, different than if one is long no, sleeved it, and the other one isn't. It's, it's just funny because I was wearing the shirt. Oh, and, as you opened it. And I held it up and it was the same graphic, just like same shirt, different sleeves. And it was mad funny. That is pretty funny. All that being said, I'm not sitting here like, oh, I can't believe it. I just, I knew they were coming before the Avs lost and I was sitting here like, the Avs lose, this is going to be so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All that I, to uh... say, this was a transition for me to say the Avs fucking lost. In game six. F. Hockey sucks. They, it's over. Yep. Burn it to the Pack ground. Pack it up, hockey. I, go home. You're start, done here. Start it over uh, again. We are all grieving here today. I I'm had sorry, a feeling boys. this would happen as soon as I saw the lineup. I still have a fucking Nemo on the roster. And I was He just... was dog shit, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was, again, I was sitting here going like, mm, okay, well, he's not being like the most outrageous piece of shit on the ice but he's still not helpful he's not doing anything he's a waste of fucking space out there and just literally almost copied his exact fuck up from game <laughs> from game three and i was just in there going like please no why is he out here we have a guy sitting in the locker room right now he's byron is sitting there yeah. and is ready yeah, I mean, yeah, it's the same shit I was saying, right? Where you keep Byram out because you don't want him to make the murky mistakes, but Nemeth is making the rookie mistakes. So, well, so, so it's about to say Nemeth is making the rookie mistakes, and it sucks. Berkey has been doing this thing where he go went from doing something kind of nice on the ice and then immediately turning around and fucking up. It's like, hey, what did Byram do during the season? He fucked up, but then he immediately made up for it. I'd rather yeah. have that. 
rather have that on the ice than man who just fucks up colossally. Mm-hmm. Well, and to, Bur- to Burakovsky's credit, just since you mentioned him, he was really good this game. Yeah, he, he was really good this game. He finally yeah. got a goal, but again, too fucking late. How Nathan McKinnon also was like, 15 seconds in the game, I'm gonna show the fuck up. But then Groovy was like, Nah, guys, I'm going to fucking actually pop I out an umbrella back here think... and take a nap. I think that was the worst goal I've ever seen Philip Grubauer let in in his time with the Avalanche. Oh, this was probably one of his worst games he's played this year. And man, it was a bad time for him to uh, to have a stinker, right? I'm I'm even keeping it away from that game. Um, and and as a whole, I just that goal was like, I think the worst one I've ever seen him let in with my own two eyes. Oh yeah, yeah. no, I, yeah, I think that is the worst goal he's let in, and I do have to give. Vegas credit for the fact that he they faked him out, but then also he looked at the point, saw, and I swear to God he saw that puck, and then he looked back behind him again for some fucking reason. Which yep. you know, cool. The conclusion I came to on his game overall was that he backpack carried like twenty dudes for weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. That's. That's why I wasn't. So I like, don't angry hold it against him. him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm it not sucks. Angry him having him. a we great game. A we like him having a great game and making like two saves, where he otherwise didn't. Like we would have had a way different con conversation. Yeah. I feel like two or three of those he probably wants back. That first yeah. one, then a couple others. Yeah. Agreed. Um, it's brutal. Like it was a bad game from him, but I'm, you know, man, whatever. Yeah. And then Gerard continued his. Uh his just factory of fuck-ups just kept fucking up, was not making good decisions. Makar tried to jumpstart himself and was alright, but still not great. Same thing with Taves, was alright, but not great. Uh, Graves, I didn't fucking notice, except for when we were getting burned, so... Graves actually had he bounced back a little bit. He wasn't like amazing. Um yeah. but he decided that oh. after like sixty or seventy games of hockey or whatever the fuck it is he played this year, he was finally going to like make people think about the point shot where he like <laughs> he like faked a shot the person hard committed oh. to blocking it. And I was like, Whoa and then he like shot and hit somebody in the shins anyways and I was like, Oh, okay, gravy, fine. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot. I forgot that he decided to do something else than his traditional just shoot it at the point. For, he like, a second. toe-drag somebody! Holy shit. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, that's that's one point of a 60-minute game that he didn't do great in. Timmons, again, looked flashy at moments, and then invisible in others. Yeah. Not very helpful. Yeah, I like Timmons. Timmons was yeah, the quintessential, again, I, I, like, what you want. Yeah. yeah, I again, I'd rather you be flashy in parts and invisible. That's why I was kind of like, I don't wasn't sure about Makar, because I was like, there's some times where I was like, yeah, that looked bad, but then he also had a really good moment, so I was like, I guess it just balances out where he played all right. Yeah. But it's Makar, he needs to be playing at least A tier in that game. And nobody was yeah. playing A tier. It's pretty bad that Nick Holden was our prospect, too, and he's the one who fucked us. Yeah, Holden was uh, yeah really good. Holden that, played that series. That's what I'll say. Holden. He again, wasn't. I would say. I think it was that one he, goal, but he had no. He had two moments. And it's the Petrie deflection and then the one goal. 
that was Fair. it. Hmm. Um, and I guess, oh no, it was Pitcher Angela who shot the one that uh, Sard, uh knocked into our net. Um, yeah, I was about to say, their team's second line was a thing. It worked. Ours? Um, even the Blood Nard couldn't get that fucking thing going. So, yeah. fucking sucks to suck. It, it's yeah. weird. Um, so, hockey is just inherently fucking weird. And there's, like, some luck shit that happens. And you can't really predict what's going to happen in a game of hockey, right? And the Avs series against the Knights went, like, dominant win, weird hockey win, then, like... Choke, choke loss. Choke, choke, choke loss, dominating loss, um, and then two weird hockey losses in a row when they finally got their shit back together, right? Which is why them dropping those first two games that they dropped was, like, significant, because you're always at risk of getting fucking hockeyed, right? And while it was a heartbreaking loss last night, and it's maybe like one of the most depressing moments I've ever felt uh, as a fan of any like team ever, I am glad that they at least played a game that they just lost because of hockey shit and not just like a loss I'm... that they gave away because they were fucking playing like shit, you know? I'm going to say I think Game 7 Sharks was more heartbreaking to me. But that may just be because I was first, like, team being actually surprisingly really good in the playoffs. Yeah. Playoff but, success. like, th this I was, like, sitting there going, like, I can accept losing to the number two. Like, I, I was sitting there going, like, I can accept losing to the Knights. Like, it sucks yeah. ass. But I was like, I'm not going to, like, sit here and fail, like, oh, we should have won that 100% of the fucking time. Again, we literally had almost an identical fucking season to them, and we only won one out due to technicality. Yeah. Um, Bright side of uh, you got the playoff though is the that sweep at the beginning. It felt really good, and and like you guys were saying, losing to Vegas feels bad, man. But it doesn't feel all that bad, man. It's not again. It's not like that was the fucking wild that got out between right. Vegas, and we got fucking smoked by the wild. If we got smoked by the wild. I actually might be right right now. Like. I don't, I just, it, it gave me, like, actual, like, anxiety and depression <laughs> um, to a degree that I don't think I felt before. And it's just because they, the, this is the best Avalanche team we've seen, right? Like, there's arguments that it's the best Avalanche team ever, like, just period. And I think that, like, there's no shame in losing to the Knights, right? especially in those last two games like that's just hockey losses right it's like yeah, the first I... few games they lost that i kind of take issue with because i feel like that's mostly on the team oh yeah um, no that was i think that's also why i'm not so heartbroken yeah is because we decided to not go down like a fucking uh like an absolute sack of shit yeah we actually like attempted a fight back and then just got put down anyways which again is a lot better than just rolling over go like yep nope don't worry, we're, we're gonna just let you have this. Bye. Here's your reverse gentleman sweep, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Yeah. So, I I will say that I do not like the response that I have seen from a lot of Avalanche fans and a lot of, like, just general hockey fans about this loss. I think that this is no surprise 
but there are a lot of sports fans that are just dumb. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they make say, some wild conclusions. I'll um, say I saw somebody like recommending to trade Gerard and I sat there and I was like, yeah, what? No. Or like Why? you saw more than somebody. You saw a lot of somebodies. Yeah. That that's just a general thing. I just saw a fucking thumbnail on a video, and I was just like, "No, we're not trading Gerard. Fuck you." I've, I've seen people I've... say that they shouldn't pay Grubauer top like goalie money for being an awesome goalie because of one game. Uh, guys, he was top. Life. He was okay. I know he's not going to win the Vesna. He's no. going to get nominated third. though. Yeah, but he's nominated. He well, is third best goalie in the fucking league at the very least. At the very least. Yes. Like, go fuck yourself. Like, how Nathan McKinnon is probably going to get robbed by Austin Matthews for getting second place. Yeah. Um, because I know people are going to vote for fucking... I uh, was seething. I was pissed. I'm sorry for interrupting you, Indy. No, you I mean... I so, okay. You talked about Matthews and how McKinnon's going to get robbed. And everyone's going to vote for Matthews, right? Because... A lot of those people who are going to be voting are like, yeah, the North Division wasn't weak. But yeah, I listened no. to like three different podcasts today, and everybody was like, huh, maybe the North Division was way weaker than we thought. And I'm like, yeah, oh, you yes. fucking idiots. Yeah. Well, okay. Like, this is something that made me actually like laugh. I was listening to the Steve Dangle podcast, and they were like, they went like, oh, come on, guys, the North Division's not that weak. Just look at the West. They have the Ducks, the Kings, and the Sharks. And it's like, um, okay, like, I guess you have some point that Ducks are there. But They're the one of the podcasts are... that fucking says what I just said. Well, I know. But then they also, when the Leafs got their asses kicked and the Oilers got their asses kicked, they immediately were like, maybe we we're fucking stupid and this Northern Division is actually weak as fuck. Yes. And I was just sitting there going like, hmm, so I wonder. I So I actually did a thing a couple weeks ago, if I can pull up the, the Google Doc on it a little bit, because I was curious about goals for and goals against per team. Oh, they're fucking up. They're insane. Um, so weird. Like the weirdly enough, goals against by the division, the North, they actually had like a few, like a couple hundred, uh, almost goals fewer allowed than the West. But there are also seven teams instead of eight teams, which is kind of weird to me. I'm not quite sure how to interpret the data, because they played the same number of games, right? They played the opponents a different amount of Yeah, they played, like, some people 9, some people 10, was the thing. Oh, wow. Um, Because that's how they had to make up for, like, the the difference in... So did the Oilers have to play the Senators 10 times? Uh, I think they played them 9. Fuck. But it was weird, because... They were technically the division that allowed the fewest goals um, out of all of them, and that wasn't something that I expected because the there was just that reputation for it being fast, loose hockey. Yeah. Um, Who allowed the most? The was East. It the fucking East? Yeah, it was okay. the East because the, the Flyers and the Sabres really tanked that. Okay, the Flyers and Sabres just fucking... Oh, yeah, because they couldn't figure out their goalie situations because both their goalies have been sieves. Yeah. Uh... Um, But, like, the big takeaway that I found was in the West, the top three teams had a combined 417 goals allowed or goals against. 
Um, yeah. And the top three for the North had a combined 456. So, like, the top teams of each division in, in goals against. This isn't, like, the top three in standings. The top three in goals against. Um, so the yeah. most defensively responsible teams in the North were not as defensively responsible as the West. Uh, yeah. But, like, the Sharks really tanked it for the West because they had, like, close to they, the highest goals allowed they, for any They any had team. Devin Dubnik in that for a long period of time. Yeah. It, it, it sucks. It was weird. So I don't know where I fall as far as, like, the North was weak or the West was weak or whatever. Well, um, so here's... The, so here's the issue. The North had the Senators, who had goalie problems for a good portion of the season, and they started playing actually really fucking well out of nowhere. Yeah. But again, they're also playing Stoosley. Calgary, which is having an identity fucking crisis. Well, and it's easy to play with no expectations, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell, I was about to say, the Senators, all those players out there, there's like, hey, fuck it, we're playing out here to have fun. And you know what? I love that. Fucking good, good for them. I'd rather see them do better than literally anyone else out there yeah at one point i was super fuck the senators but i think now i've come around well, on them. i'm well i'm fuck i'm fuck the owner like players i don't give a fuck you all y'all do what you want to do they do have but... a kachuk on their team indy i'm fine with that kachuk i'm fine with I was the other say, that kachuk seems funny the other one seems like just a giant asshole no matter what <laughs> shit, I mean, i'm also shit, kind what? of fine with that kachuk to be honest but yeah you're not wrong and, like, the thing, like, if I remember, Brady Chuck had to wrestle a puck away from a Flames player because uh, a Sens player got their first NHL goal in, like, overtime, and a Flames player just stole the fucking puck and walked off with it. And I was just like, dude, give him the fucking puck. Yeah, lots of that going around in the league. It's dog shit. It's dog shit. But, uh, the and then, Van Van that's what I was say, Vancouver um, had the, um, had Braden Holtby not play well whatsoever, and so they had to rely on their one and only goaltender, who slightly fell apart because uh, he's just playing too many games, if I remember correctly. And then also their team just fell apart because of injuries and COVID shutting them down. Yeah. And then Jets randomly decided to be very bad, but still get in the playoffs. Montreal did the exact same thing. Edmonton had literally one player. Connor McDavid decided that he wanted to score a fuck ton of points. Congratulations, you're going to win MVP. But you're going to get nowhere because, again, playoffs, it's one guy who's been proven to be shut down even during the regular season by the Canadians. So when the Jets did it, I wasn't too surprised. Yeah. I don't and then know. It's... Toronto, I was actually surprised that their entire top line sucked ass. Yeah. It's just, it's weird. I'm not quite sure where to fall in it. I guess, like, I guess like where where it would make sense is the gap between the top teams and the bottom teams in the north isn't as wide as we thought it was. Um whereas the gap between the top teams in the west and, and the worst teams in the west was significant. Um Oh yeah. Well, cuz basically car out in Vegas like they clinched their spots really fast. Yeah. But then Minnesota wasn't too far behind, and then St. Louis had to just beat the shit out of, Car of uh, Arizona because they were the only issue. Listen, the, the top two or three teams in every uh, division should just split off and create their own hockey league. Yeah, um, yeah, fuck it. Guaranteed to make the playoffs. 
It'll be sick. The Super League, let's go. Um, so yeah, I there's not a whole lot to talk about with the game. Defense and goalies broke down. The offense kind of picked it up, but they couldn't outscore the Knights because of their, you know, defensive and goalie issues. That kind of shit happens. It sucks that it happened when it did, but it's the kind of hockey you live uh, that you just kind of see. Move on. You, it can be tough to live with, but you just kind of have to live with it. You know. From an objective neutral standpoint, it was a hell of a game, but I hated it. Uh, Yep. Again, yeah, I was about to say, Flurry had a hell of a game. The Golden Knights and Avs both played decently pretty damn well. Flurry didn't even have a hell of a game. He made one Flurry save in the whole series, and it was to fucking kill us at the end. I hated it. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Well, again, but sorry, like, when you actually have Flurry do a Flurry save, that's. Uh, he didn't do that for the entire I, fucking thing. That's him randomly having one hell of a game I, because our offense finally woke up. I will say that Flurry was good in the series, but not great. Is where yeah. I stand on it. Like he he was leaky on rebounds, and I thought that that was really what was going to make the Avalanche good. But the the Vegas defense was just really good at boxing out the Avalanche in a way that made it hard for them to capitalize on those situations. Um, so like kudos to the Vegas defense for making me sad. Um, but like Flurry wasn't amazing and he didn't need to be. Like I, I do I like Marc Andre Fleury as a player and a person. Um I hate his fucking team now for obvious reasons. Uh I will not be rooting for them going forward. Um I'm staring at my inaugural puck with disgust right now. Um, you, I'm going to put that hat in the toilet and piss on it. <laughs> I was about to ask, uh, do you think there's a chance that Montreal can uh, beat them? Yeah. It's hockey, baby. Because I was about to say, because of the exact issue that Flurry, uh, sorry, yeah, Flurry has not been playing well and he's been letting out rebounds and based on what I've been seeing from those uh, Canadians. Oh, they're a crash team. They crashed the fucking Oh, yeah. Net. I was about to say, I was about to say, they live on rebounds, so if Flurry's letting off rebounds, that team's gonna fucking die. They are crash fucking bandicoot wild and out in front of the fucking goalie at all times, so. Damn, like, the I way was you said that... that just gave me an idea. <laughs> okay. I was, sit- I was sitting here trying to You said crash bandicoot, and I was like, oh, damn, new pickup line to use on my girlfriend randomly. Oh, damn. She's not a- <laughs> Hell yeah. She's not awake right now to hear it. Smile, 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 smile. <laughs> hey, Mariah, you're Crash Bandicoot. But, yeah, no, um, fuck. And then also Price has been playing fucking kind of ridiculous, but, again, I haven't been able to watch, I haven't watched those games. Yeah. Because they were always on right before the abs, and I was like, I'm not watching hockey before the abs play, because I will be having a heart attack. Yeah. I, um... I'm just on team uh, Canadians Islanders final and whoever comes away with it like who gives a fuck uh hopefully in that theoretical situation it's not a Canadian team because I want Canada I was going to say Canada I want Canada to lose Canada losing is the funniest timeline for me so yeah Canada's fucking drought of of Stanley Cups is amazing and we shall keep it. Especially fucking Montreal fans. You're like, oh, we've got 23 Stanley Cups. Nobody comes even close to us. And it's like, congratulations for winning the Stanley Cup like 20 times when there were only six teams in the league. And uh, you were legally the only people allowed to have good players. Congratulations. What a feat. 
Well, the the other thing is they are the team that won the last cup for Canada in '93. So, you know, good. I will. Yeah, good I, for them. I will consider that one a real cup. You can be happy about that one, Montreal fans. You have my permission. All I'm you saying is Montreal fans can cup these nuts. Hmm. I was about to say, you guys can be happy about that because, uh, you know, you then immediately traded the goalie that won you that cup away because you guys are fucking morons. Yeah. Um. That's, that's probably do not hire ex-players to be your coach. Yeah. So the people that are, like, freaking out that the best team in the league lost to the second best team in the league <laughs> uh, in hockey. Uh, shut up. Calm down. It's fine. Uh, it's heartbreaking. It's disappointing. It, it's all of that. But this isn't, like, something to freak out over. Like, we're, we're going to be okay. The only um, thing you should freak out over is uh, the offseason and the signings. Well, yeah. So I, I want to get into that in a little bit. Yeah. Um. I do I do want to say I was listening to a lot of hockey media over the past couple of weeks for obvious reasons. Um and I think that one of the reasons that this like loss hits so hard is because like the endless like endless ridiculous praise that a lot of outlets have been giving the Avalanche for being so good. Um I've seen like lots of people like the Avalanche were exposed by losing to the second best team after people were saying good things about them. Um, and I will say that as a person who likes having good things said about their team, I, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but a lot of people seem to think that Bowen Byram has played for this team in the past three months, which just is not true. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, take a look and at I the defensive it. core. They've got Makar. They've got Graves, they've got Timmins, they've got Caves, Gerard, they have fucking Nemeth, who's like fine, and Byram? Byram's on their third line, and I'm like, Byram hasn't been anywhere in like three months. What? Are, what? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what I'll say. I also did keep hearing people go like, oh, they have Byram, they're, they're fucking amazing. It's like, and Byram has been dead for three months due to concussions because of a guy named Colasard who got zero game suspension because of it. And Nazem Kadri got an eight game suspension in the playoffs for taking somebody's head off and giving them a concussion. No, Damn. nobody else is allowed to take a, a suspension for, you know, delivering those hits, though, by the way. Very cool. I really like that. That one. I can't remember who it was. Was it like Palat that that hit that Hurricanes player um, in like exactly the same way that Kadri uh, hit? Uh, yeah, Hulk. I think it was Pilat. Yeah, I was about to say, cool. I don't know. I'm glad that they get to have an $18 million over the cap team and and just deliver hits like that and have nothing happen to them. Very fucking cool. Thanks, NHL. Don't worry, Dougie Hamilton also gave them a slight burn about being over $18 million, yeah. but then immediately like went th with the direction of like, hey, it's not my fucking problem. <laughs> I was like, I ain't bitching about it. I'm just stating some facts here. Yeah. They, they're going to... It's going to be one of those things they fix for next season, probably, if I had to guess. Well, the thing is... Like, like, I don't know if I, I think just, that. I don't think they're going to do it, because all the GMs would bitch. I think, well, the GMs will bitch. It's the GMs who will change it, and they've let it happen all this time. The GMs will bitch, but the fans have been so up in arms about it, I can't imagine it's a good look to not change it. Just like the fans have been up in arms over the DOPS and stuff, and the refing for years. Yeah. It'd be a bad say, look like, if they didn't change those things, huh? Uh, that's it, Batman's problem, not the GMs, who actually well, care about like money and shit. It's actually their problem too. 
He's just a spokesperson for them, more or less. And it's also a problem that their person gets suspended. I just don't think I... I don't feel like I think they change anything, to be honest. It's like it doesn't ever change shit, and it's worse off for it. I just feel, I feel like they make too many, like, weird small changes over the years to, like, not take something serious. Like, like big like this seriously. Um, yeah, like but the, you're ignoring all the other big stuff that they don't take seriously, like... Okay, but the fucking how many pucks went into the fucking net, came down on the ice without the fucking ref knowing, and then led to a goal? And they changed that the next year. Like... All right. I know we'll there. See. I know that there's a lot. I don't of- have the energy to have an argument about it. The NHL doesn't do anything ever, and then the small things they do, I don't think are good ammunition to say, "Yeah, they'll change this big thing," when they don't change other big things. Yeah, I was about to say their big, big thing meter. Changing small things is way is, easier to do. Yeah. They, I would say that they, this that the fix to it is a simple one, where it's just hey. Even though you don't get paid in the playoff season, your player's value counts against a playoff cap that is the same as the salary cap. Like I don't think it's a complicated. See, I mean, you're, you're, I'm, I'm with you in that. Um, I agree. That's how it should go. But you're conflating a complicated fix with an easy fix instead of thinking about the implications. And it's bigger implications to change that than some sort of like pucks falling into play and getting a goal score. It's not about the so, ease of effort. It's about the implications of like, like the weight of the consequences of making that change. And I don't think they care or want to do that. So, the way that I'm weighing it is, if it's a there, there's enough like small things in the game that they don't change because it like never happens, right? And so like you see like weird shit happen and that like shouldn't, but they don't like make changes to the rule book or whatever because it's like such a rare situation. Um, like certain things in DOPS aren't penalized like heavily because they are rare situations like fucking a dude kneeling on a dude's head in the middle of the game like there's no precedent for it right and they don't like have clear litigation for that specific thing and they won't have clear litigation for it because it never happens whereas with this salary cap thing it's going to happen every year, especially if the Lightning win the Cup. And even well, if that means that the GM cannot do it themselves, right, they are still going to have to go up against other GMs that will be doing it, and it will be their problem, which is why I think they might do something about it. Okay. So, again, the only reason why I don't think it's going to change is because they, somebody did point out that uh, there's a fuck ton of teams that misuse that fucking long-term injury list, and it's a fuck ton of teams. Yeah, like the thing is like half the league misuses that thing, and then the other half is like only a few million dollars over the cap because of it, and that's because people are actually dead. Well, so I don't. If even... it becomes a situation where it does happen every year, then maybe I agree more. But I don't think it gets changed this summer, even if they win the cup. Okay, I think that that's reasonable. Yeah. I think all of a sudden, if every team that wins the cup is a team that's like, you know, doing some fuckery with LTIR and, you know, the playoff cap not counting thing, like, then maybe I feel differently. I just don't think it's a change that is like this year. I so I don't have an issue with the way that LTIR works personally, um, because if a dude is dead, a dude is fucking dead, and like the team that you are fielding is not like 
somehow tangibly better than another team with that. No, I know. My point is just that Kucherov was LTIR'd, and that's how they did it. Yeah, they took took his cap away. But yeah, they took his cap away. They got replacements, and then they walked into the playoffs and added it. I think that's well. The answer is the thing you say, right? Where you make the cap count, and then you can't do that. Like yeah, you just make the cap count in in the playoffs. I think that's the only thing they need to do because like is a gm gonna go out and trade for an eight million dollar guy because they have like another like two four million dollar guys on ltir and not be able to play everybody and just waste eight million dollars in the playoffs if they're not allowed to like field that team i no, they're just they're just not gonna do that right um so i think that's that's why i think that the fix is simple enough And, and i do agree with you Maybe it won't happen this season if the like lightning win. Um, but if it becomes a problem going forward with like every other year the fucking team is doing cap shit and it's fucked up and people actually get pissed off. Um Yeah, I just I just, like the other thing I wanted to address was the like and that'll get changed in the off season anyway, moving on. I just don't agree with it, you know. Sure. Um I think if it becomes a big problem, I think they will, but I mean, Dougie Hamilton bitched about it, like... Well, he didn't even really truly bitch about it. He just brought it up, and he's like, they're a really good team. And there's $12 million over the cap. But the exact it, quote is, we, we got beat by a team that is $18 million over the cap. Mm. Yeah. I feel like, while it might be obvious that some players would want the rule to be changed, it actually means that some of their top guys might actually be able to make a bunch of money and get on cup-winning teams, so I don't think there'll be much pressure there, personally. So I just made mention of the exact quote, and it made me remember something. Hmm. Mm. Um, it got lost because of Dater's other dumb shit, but my man sure did come straight out and ask Jared Bednar, uh, how worried about your job are you? <laughs> um... The only thing he should be worried about is the fact he kept playing Nemeth over Byram. That was the only thing that would worry his job. That's the only mistake. All the Blednar, all the line switches, everything else he did was great. That one thing. He realized that Brandon Todd was playing really fucking good, and he said, Lance God, get the fuck off the top line. But the fucking... Just the unabashed, like, vulturous question asking is like... Yeah. Honestly, I think that the... um... I think that the the systems that Bednar have in place are amazing. Um, we, like you said a couple episodes ago, we went to like twelve defensemen this year, right? Um, fifteen I, different defensemen. Fifteen played. defensemen, and I think that there are only like two or three that looked like they were out of place, or like that the game was kind of like passing them by as far as like the speed of it and what they're supposed to be doing moment to moment. Because otherwise, well, they came, uh, the people that came up due to injury, like, they weren't amazing, but, like, they could do their fucking job. And that's just not well, something you see very often. Listen, Dakota, you fucking moron. <laughs> Joe Sackick needs to be fired because he traded fucking Ian Cole. I definitely would have liked to have Cole on the roster more than fucking Patterson or Dubnik, but, you know. Um, I would have no, liked yeah. him on I'm the just team more than Nemeth. I'm just saying what I've been reading about that. Yeah. Um, but I mean, we couldn't have... They're... I mean, play, okay, so here's the issue. Trading Ian Cole was for cap so we could play people like Byram. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, that that is the reason, right? 
So yeah, it was a fine trade at the time. Doubting it. it was just a factor yeah. I had not initially considered. Um, and then Byram got injured, so all of a sudden you have everybody saying, like, why the fuck did we trade Cole for Pattern? And it's like, that's not what happened. You can't account for Cole Asar yeeting himself into Byram's head. Yeah. But that was the reason for the trade initially. Um, now I will say that doesn't help us much in the playoffs when you're not playing Bowen Byram. Yes. But at the same time, that Ian Cole trade also happened before the trade deadline, and the Nemeth thing happened while Byram was injured. So, like, mm-hmm. I, yeah. you know, even, the, even then the timeline makes sense. The problem is, is you can make a bunch of snappy quotes about this shit if you want to, if you ignore the context, but I think all the moves make sense. Yeah. I'm not saying you're doing it, but, like, you yeah. know, if you're an idiot on the internet, Reddit maybe, um, <laughs> like, you know, all the moves make sense with the context that's provided with them. Like, it's not a problem. I don't, and I don't, I don't get it, man. It's fucking bullshit. Yeah. People are so dumb and they just ignore the nuance in like every situation when there's kind of a lot of room for a ton of nuance in all of these situations. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even like game three, yeah, we played like shit, but we were also going to win that game <laughs> until we gave up a lead. Like, we're like one to two, we're like five minutes max per game, except for that game four. Um, and then, you know, game six now. Yeah, from just um, winning. Yeah. Like, we're five minutes and two games away from winning, and we have people sitting here, yeah, I don't like our roster. They couldn't get it done without a second-line center, et cetera, et cetera. Fuck off. I don't have the numbers either, but after DeBoer complained, their penalties got cut in, like, a third. I, 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 two oh, no, thirds it, by two-thirds. It, it went from, uh, if I remember, it went from, like, eight, it's either 16 or 14 to seven. Yeah. And... Before the game six, like, delay of game thing, I think that's what they yeah. had, right? It was a delay of game. Well, so they, um, they had, like, a delay of game in, like, every game, four, five, and six after the, like, complaint. Or maybe it was just, like, three, five, and six or something like that. The last penalty going that. into game six that they had was period two of game four. Yeah. Just, yeah, straight up. Like, that was the yeah. only, like, not obligatory penalty that they Vegas is angels smile they didn't do anything wrong is the reality mm. I was about to say and to be fair in general the rest just stopped calling penalties in general which for the most part is still dog sh- which is still dog shit yeah. to be fair yeah. it's like the argument that people sit there and go like Nate, uh, sorry um Connor McDavid drew zero penalties in this, this playoff series well and to sure. Vegas's credit and the Avs discredit the Avs didn't take advantage of that Lack of penalty calling until game six, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe if they would have noticed what was happening and tried to work with it a little bit, we might be having a different convo, but I don't know. That is assumptions and what if. Yeah. Uh, I will say that one of the things that I saw somebody say online after the loss was that the Avalanche are a team that relied too much on their power play um, and that that is a detriment in the playoffs. And while they are like, correct right i think that it's fucking ridiculous that's the conversation you have to have right is that like oh you know they they uh rely on their ability to like not make mistakes and the other team make mistakes to like punish them um i don't even think that's like necessarily right see i think that's the kind of thing that you look at a stat sheet and see and like can work your narrative oh. around oh i think they're wrong i think like like make no mis- make no mistake i'm just I, going I with you and saying that right like yeah. they're wrong 
Um, but the problem is, is that everyone's trying to cherry pick this bullshit. And the reality is, players just didn't play well. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but, oh, yeah. but I also just... There's like, nothing else to it, like... I was coming at it um, from the angle of, like, I wish the refing wasn't so dog shit because, like, there are teams that a lot of their success comes from their power play, like the fucking Tampa Bay Lightning, right? And, like, the Tampa can get it done off the power play, too. Like, they don't need power plays to win. Um, but one of the things that separates them from, like, a lot of the teams and gives them that extra boost is their power play percentage. And I think that the idea that you can look at, like, a team and be like, well, they'll be bad in the playoffs because, you know, the refs eat their fucking whistles and their dog shit, so they won't be bullshit. as good in the playoffs is kind of well, bullshit because, like, it is kind of true. The thing is, the... That series over there, there was penalties called on stop. Yeah. So, like that, that ruling doesn't matter. It, I don't remember. It really depends on how those refs are working. The I don't remember what podcast it was, but they had the discussion about this. Um, and then they were like sarcastically said, "Well, if they were true stars, they'd fight through it and do it anyway." And then someone was like, "Yeah, Gretzky did it, didn't he?" Wait, no, he didn't do it. <laughs> I was like, "Yep." <laughs> yep. All right. So let's get into some of the nitty-gritty. Um, We're not a Flyers podcast, no. Oh, man. Uh, let's take a look at the contract situation that the Avalanche find themselves in. Um, going to go through notable players that they need to re-sign or not, as the case may be. Um, and I, I know that this is going to be, like, pulling teeth for, like, Dylan and Devin or whatever. Um... But, Any of their opinions on first before we give them? Well, yeah, just their opinions on, like, whether they'd like to see the per the, the person back and stuff like that, probably. And then me, you, and Indy can talk about, like, what we think will happen and what their contracts might look like, etc. So the first big UFA. Uh, UFA means unrestricted free agent, which means if we do not sign them within a certain amount of time, they hit the free market, they can listen and negotiate with every team in the NHL. Whereas in RFA, there is a period of time where they can only um, negotiate with us and they would have to wait like a year before talking to another team. So the first UFA is Gabriel Landeskog. So, Dylan, what do you think about Gabe the Babe? Uh, we keep him at all costs. <laughs> <laughs> I feel rather similarly. I feel like um, there would be a problem. I agree for the most part. Uh, so Jake and Indy, what do you got on Gabe the Babe? Seven million max contract. Yeah. Length. Um, yeah, I say seven mil max length. Now there's a lot. Right now, Sorry. right now he's at five point. Yeah, he's at five point five right now. Uh, yeah, yeah five point five. Yeah. Yeah, I give him a seven. Uh, max length. So he signed for five point five. Uh, when he was kind of like a, a 40 to 50 point player up and coming. Um, yeah. He's been on pace for like 70 to 80 points in most of his seasons recently. Um, he's been a top producer. He's been really good. Um, so I, I think that like on another team, he would command like closer to 9 million, eight and a half, nine million, something like that. Um, yeah. I think he's going to take the, uh, the Colorado discount because that seems to be what a lot of the other players are doing, and I think $7 million seems fair. Uh, if it's another team, I think it's 8 I don't think he gets 9 anywhere, unless somebody makes a real mistake. Yeah. Uh, fair. 
I think he had that fair. one good um, year, but otherwise, I don't think he's quite. Well, he's the last like three seasons, um, because the last two have been COVID seasons. So he had 50 points in 55, 56 uh, game seasons, where he would be closer to being on pace for 70 points. Um, yeah, which is. I think that sounds about right. I mean, if you're having the nine conversation, you're putting him with like more like a rant and end here, and I just think he's a little lower. Yeah, well, that's why. That's yeah, why. Yeah, a little thinking. lower. That's yeah. Like he should get paid lower, but there probably is some team that will. Well, I think eight is high. Seven point five is like probably right on the dot, and seven to six and a half is the Colorado discount. Yeah, I think is my range. Yeah. Um, and like you, we also have to take into account the flat cap. And the weird oh, yeah. like forward market that's evolved. Yeah, now. I have no idea what the cat flat cap does. It's ridiculous. It it means that no, it's but... probably less than what we think, but I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Especially if they don't think it's gonna raise for five years, which I believe is Elliot Friedman's current like prediction from the NHL. Is flat cap five years or so. Yeah. Even with the ESPN deal. Which is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, that is fucking ridiculous. Um shit. I'm just looking at this. So, the only issue is I'm sitting here going, like, it would be really nice if people just, you know... Took a discount. Just said, <laughs> well, no, just say, if everyone on this team literally just said, fuck it, give me the exact same contract I had, except for make it a very short one, so when the cap does start going back up, you can start paying these guys again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, even if not, Boston's whole thing was like, hell yeah, we're gonna be homies together. Yeah. Yeah, um, no, and that that's another thing I also remember hearing, like, uh, people say that Landis Cog said uh, during the Duchesne fuck-up, was he was like, hey, I want you to be here, I want to be with this team. Yes. Which I feel like he's still in that mode, he wants to be with this team. Yeah. Um, so, just real quick, going back to something we said, we talked about flat cap for the homies. Um, as you know, there's a salary cap, a maximum amount of money that you can pay all of your players and it keeps things fair, right? Um, yep. over the past few years, the salary cap has gone up because it is directly tied with revenue of the league. Um, mm -hmm. because COVID... It almost always goes up at least a little bit by, yeah. like, without exception. Yes. Um, COVID, uh, absolutely fucked the league. Um, and they were initially projected to have a huge cap raise that like people were really excited about but because covid hit at like the worst time it stayed where it was and it's projected to stay where it is for years um so that affects the amount of money that players are going to get because a lot of the time the the number is based on like the percentage of the salary cap that they are taking up uh less than like the number right so like currently Mika Rantanen is 11% of our cap because he's that important, right? Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah. Shit like that. So, because it's going to stay flat and it's not going to raise, it affects the amount of money that you can get negatively as a player. Um, so, the next player for you guys. Brandon Saad. I feel like that's another keep. Um, where, where is he at now? He's at five million dollars, so he's making is... half a million less than Landis Cog right now. Okay, I mean that sounds about right. I mean I'm shooting in the dark because I don't know how salaries are across the league, obviously. But mm -hmm. Well, that so sounds he's about right. He's taking up six point one percent of our cap. Mm. 
and we have a few other people who will be taking up a little bit bigger piece of a pie so, of our cap. Yeah. Probably. We'll get into it in a second, but yes. Um, I think Brandon Sarge yeah, would you, be you, a good player to keep if they could figure all, it out. You almost all cost bring him back after that playoff. <laughs> Dude, that playoff oh, he, was oh, so yeah. sick. No, yeah, Even normal season, to... aside from him being hurt, like, come on. I was about to say, well, like, normal season, I was like, eh, you might be able to get away with letting him walk, but if you can give it some to stay, hell yeah, uh, keep him. Devin. But after that series, mm. oh, Sorry. Uh, yeah, Devin, I would keep him. I would absolutely keep him. This is a discussion from DMVR, but, um, if you can get him to come back for the same or a little less, because the flag cap, like, ooh. Yeah. I think you do it. Because ideally, Seattle takes Graves or Donskoy, uh, which is a decent chunk off the buddy book either way. But then you can trade the other one or try and move Comfort or something. Um, Comfort needs to be moved, by the way. Fuck. Um, and what? then you have room for Sod. Like. Oh, wow. Yeah, Comfort's making five. Comfort's making three point something or just straight three? You're yeah. making way too much 3. money. 3.5. God damn! Ooh, uh, that's a bad contract. That was a bad contract for, when it was signed, but oh, that's a bad contract. I'll say for especially. two more years yep. after this one, he has that. Put Comfort in the Sidney Crosby deal, huh? Um, <laughs> well, I, was, I was about to say, can we trade uh, Comfort and uh, Graves for? Uh, oh, sorry, no. Actually, throw in a. Uh, oh fuck! Who is it? EJ's throw contract. Miska. No, throw Miska in there. Yeah, they need EJ. a goalie. <laughs> Throw Comfort and Miska at Pittsburgh. They might take it. I um. Yeah, I think you bring Sod back at the cost of other people. Yeah. Honestly. I think you have to move around. I think you have to see what other people's contract positions are going to be. I'm sure Sackick has a good idea at this point of, like, most people. I think he's the kind of player that you kind of... It, it sucks, but I think you, you save him towards last so that you can, like, get a good grip on, like, what you can and cannot do. But if you can talk to him, yeah. you can take him, get him to take a little bit of a discount if he likes the team and he is believes in their chances. And I think that I think that the belief in their chance to win a cup should be pretty high right now, but it depends on how he gels with the locker room and how much he likes the guys, right? Um, but yeah, he's he's somebody that I would be very interested in bringing back, especially after his playoff performance. Oh fuck. Uh so next, this one is this one's going to break some hearts, I think. Um but I think we know what we have to do here. Pierre Edward Belmar. Dylan. 1 mil. Uh 1.8. Done. I I no, I figured out how we fixed this issue. Oh, just gave him one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Or give him league men. Yeah. Have him take the Spezza deal. You're supposed to let the boys talk first. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was going to say reduced or gone. Yeah. I see him gone. Personally. I think you have enough people coming up to replace him. But if he wants to come for well, way cheap, like, whatever, man. Yeah. I, that's where I think maybe this is a problem because... If he's that if he's that important to the locker room, obviously you can bring him back. He's thirty six years old. He's he's nearing the end of his career, probably right. Um, but like the real problem with him is that there are a bunch of young people, and he is just a spot when it comes to like the the skill part of the game, right? 
Um, he is just taking up spots from players that might be a little bit better. So I can, if if Sakic believes that he is integral to like the chemistry of the locker room, I don't mind him getting sort of a reduced contract here, um, and staying in. But I also wouldn't be surprised if he's just gone. Yeah, I would say either he takes a Spezza deal or he walks. Yeah, I think like, most Spezza's... likely gone. Yeah, he's probably gone. Honest, but... Yeah, I just feel like you can bring in a kid with maybe a little more upside. Like he doesn't have any. Yeah, like he's a PKer, but those are a dime a dozen, right? Yeah. So. Locker room thing is big, but they're professionals. They're supposed to be able to do that without. It's not like his well fucking locker room presence helped them out of the second round this year, so. <laughs> That was brutal. Sorry. Uh, Oops. <laughs> well, it did help them. It is back, what it is. It helped them back into the locker room based on his expression that entire way back. Yeah. I don't know. Um. So yeah, either he makes minimum or he's gone. Probably. Um. Next one I think is probably also pretty obvious. Uh, Carl Soderberg. Sorry, Soderberg. But uh, I think it's time to say goodbye. I thought you were going to say who, and I was like, yep. <laughs> yeah, haven't seen a whole lot of them. He's at uh, one million, by the way. Wow. That's not his contract, right? That's just what we're paying for it? Uh, oh, yeah, I that's, think, that I think that's contract. right. I think it's, it's just says cap hit, so that's probably just... Yeah. No, he's a mil. He signed a one-year contract for one mil. Ooh, oh, wow, guess he did. He's... Okay, yeah, wow. he just did. Uh, well, I, I know, has a bunch of retained and stuff, so I don't yeah. know what I was saying on there. Sorry, continue, Devin. Uh, I see him probably gone. If I had seen more of him, I'd probably, like, you know, perhaps I could say, oh, maybe they'll keep him around, but I, I don't think so. You, I think if he comes method, back, it's a mistake. My method for this is I may not remember a whole lot of details about players, but uh, I do remember names. Mm-hmm. And if I can't even remember your name, sorry, but yeah, <laughs> you might remember him by his nickname, Old One Eye. Yeah, Old One Eye. Yeah, I do remember that. I mean, Soderbergh rings a bell, but it's like, who? Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, bud. I think that... it was unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wish we could have seen more of them, but oh well. Trust me, you don't. I think that the no. big thing that goes against Soderberg coming back is he's had those back problems and he missed a lot of like he wasn't even important enough to put it into the lineup over like other guys. Um I just think that there's not a lot of room for him on the team. I don't think he really helps out the team a whole lot. I do like Soda. Um he was a very serviceable. Yeah, no, you drink a ton of it. Yeah, exactly. Um <laughs> He was a very serviceable third line center when the Yavs were much worse, but I think that he's he's past that now. So I don't third? think I don't think he'll come back. Didn't he play three yeah, C? Or am I thinking? He was our two C. He was about oh, to say he got two C because of Como. Yeah. Okay. That's uh. Hey, but that year after that god awful year, he wasn't that bad. He played pretty decent. Hmm. All right, this one's interesting. This one could throw some wrenches and some stuff too, depending on how it goes. Oh yeah. Uh, Tyson Jost. Bring back Jost. Mm. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think so too. I think we bring yeah. back Jost. I think so too, but it's like, 
He's cur- I remember him not doing much, and then all of a sudden, hell yeah, jokes. He's making $874,000 right now, so not even a million. He will be making oh. more than that. He will. Um, yeah, I'm about to say raise that. Uh, I was about to say, um, he prob- if we can get rid of Confer, he's taking Confer's three. Yeah. He's probably taking a three mil. Maybe you have to get rid of Confer, dude. Fuck, man. He didn't do anything. Like he either take oh, sorry either Joe's takes a the Nichushkin deal at two point five. Yeah, Nuke is a good contract. I actually kind of like that. I was about to say yeah, that's two, good 2. because they, would be okay with. they they both play the same role. They both play very similar, and they play it together and, well. Yes. Yeah, and they play together well. So if they take, I was about to say if Joe's gonna take the same contract or a little bit higher because I think Joe's has a little bit more upside. Yeah, I'd be fine with it. Yeah, I think that he comes in around that three area um, because he, he doesn't provide a lot of goal scoring, but he's really good defensively. Um, so I think it, it'll be somewhere between two and three, depending on like what they want to do, what sort of discount he's willing to take and, and all that shit. Right. Um, he is an RFA uh, with arbitration rights, which means that he negotiates with us. If he doesn't like what we offer, an arbitrator can say, like, here's what the fair deal actually is. Um, I don't see it going to arbitration. Um, I think they're going to get it figured out pretty quickly. Um, so I don't even really think it's a factor. So um, next up, uh, we're going to have fun with this one. Everybody knows uh, TJ Tynan. Um, and that's a joke. I actually don't give a fuck about AHL guys. Um, hey, come on, man. Kiefer Sherwood could be gone. Yeah, but he also is an RFA <laughs> with arbitration. Um, so TJ Tynan, Kiefer Sherwood, Sherwood ugh, Mika Salamaki, and Jason Megna. Oh, and Liam O'Brien. Any opinions? Are all... Okay, well, a couple of those guys saw the roster. Yeah. Uh, Dylan, opinions on Mika Salamaki. <laughs> if you may recall my criteria for how I'm... <laughs> <laughs> you have no reason to remember him because he didn't play for us in the in the yeah. uh, national league. So uh, um, Liam O'Brien did though. I remember O'Brien. I still think probably oh, no, no, but I remember <laughs> the name. You are right. He was bad, but he punched. And these are all guys. Who else? TJ Tynan. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Fuck Tynan. TJ Tynan. Kiefer Sherwood. Sherwood is a little bit of a maybe, I think. I think they bring him in at league minimum if they do. He was also, yeah. well, I mean, yeah, but also, I mean, well, okay, lesson. <laughs> him and Tynan were hella good in the AHL, so maybe they do keep him. Okay. Those are guys that were like McKinnon, like not McKinnon, Mikos of the AHL. That just like couldn't squeak past a fourth line in the NHL for whatever reason. The skills yeah. don't translate. Yeah. But watching Tynan and Sherwood in the AHL whenever I watched Eagles games was actually tight. They were <laughs> sick. Uh, so maybe they do bring them back and keep the good AHL team culture going. Yeah. It'd be a shame to like call them up though. Yeah. Yep. Um. All right. Now on to defense. Uh, yes. The next one. On to our defensemen. Uh, what do you guys think they're gonna do with Patrick Nemeth? Uh, goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> so long. Patrick, no meth. Joe Sack is just uh, going to be like, I have to take this option away from Bednar. <laughs> <laughs> he's, 
Again, I really think Joe Sackick may have been calling Bednar like before the game, but since they have the the COVID this uh hap, he couldn't get in contact with him. He was just like going like, "You better not have Nemeth on the starting line." I swear to God. It's like I know was... you you realize that I drafted a player named Barham, right? Um, I was Ooh. very hopeful about uh Nemeth when we got him. I was because too. I remember at the time we were having a lot of trouble with our. Uh, defense just being really fucking tired mm -hmm. because well, they were being played for long periods of time and uh, I think he just made it worse what because we re relied on Middleton and Jacob McDonald to be our backstops <laughs> dude I would have taken McDonald over Nemeth good fuck oh hell yeah dude they're, they're, okay throw McDonald and Tim is on the same fucking defense pair let's fucking go <laughs> chaos chaos brains um so yeah i think patrick mammoth is gone they have to get him away from the team i think he was very good for the avalanche once upon a time he was not that player when we had him i think he actively cost us like momentum several times in key positions and no get him out of here he reverted to what I thought he was when I used to bitch about him being on the team beforehand, and then he just and I sat there and I was like, oh, maybe he wasn't that bad and then I saw him play for us in the playoffs and I was like, never mind, my brain was never wrong. It turns out he was an Oblivion villain all along. <laughs> Hail Hydra. Yes. <laughs> Alright. Next one. Connor Timmons. Currently making nine hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars because he was a first-round draft pick, or is he second? But he's a, he's an early draft pick. Um, he's first in the this. second round. Okay, cool. Um, he's a first-round draft pick this year. Smile, smile. Um, um, but yeah, his entry-level contract is up now. He gets to be paid big boy bucks if that's what they want to do with him. I think keep and maybe a raise, maybe, but I I think keep for sure. He's all right. I the the issue would be is you sit there and have to look at Ryan Graves' contract and be like, hmm, yep, this is how who I have to compare you to, I guess. Fuck. I'm hearing some serious undervaluation of Connor Timmons right now. Well, no, I'm saying like Connor Timmons, I want to pay him, but then I have to sit here and go like, well, I want to pay you less than Ryan Graves, but I also think you're better than Ryan Graves, yeah, so I have to pay you more than Ryan Graves. Ryan Graves. I was more thinking the homies. Timmons didn't get to make much of an impact, and he's not a hyper-impact player always, though you'll remember he had quite the stretch in the regular season yeah, of being I, tight. I like, keep him for sure. I, just, um, I, not I don't know what you do with his contract, but you keep him at all costs. Even if you don't keep him to play him, you keep him because somebody will right. want him. Yeah. yeah. I guess Makes so. Makes sense to me. Saw lots of uh, rumors that he could be a good trade piece. I think that that's not necessarily incorrect. I like the way he looked. Um, I, I definitely feel a lot more comfortable with him on the blue line than I did at the beginning of the year. And I think that he is a lot more trustworthy than a lot of the other people So that, that are on that line. Uh, I could trust him is. not. Um, I could trust him not to wrist it into somebody's ankles. I, I think that graves. he he's probably going to end up somewhere between like one and two, perhaps. Um, I could see the justification for him making more. I could see the justification for him making less. He's just in a he really weird zero. spot. I think he makes 
I think he makes it around there or a little less. Yeah. But he doesn't produce enough offense to like actually get any money like a defenseman would, and he's not like an elite shutdown guy either, so I think he's cheap. I don't know the dynamics of defenseman contracts when they're that type of player very well, admittedly, but that's my take on it. Well, I was supposed to say, did Graves get, like, get his 3.1 because he had like the highest fucking plus minus? Like, that was, he had the like, highest plus reasoning. minus, and he was... Um, Assist, I mean, right? he, well, he was playing this Makar. He got a ton of oh, yeah, just like sloppy assists. seconds from that stuff. So yeah. okay, yeah. So his his numbers got inflated. Yeah. Um, okay. I admittedly don't know what to do with this next one. Dennis Gilbert. Um. Uh. Yeah. Go for it, boys. According to my criteria. <laughs> uh. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't really know either. Um, I would probably say later. We got Dennis Gilbert along with Brendan Saad. Yep. For Nikita Zadorov. Um which that meme uh of the Keck W guy. <laughs> <laughs> I got Saad and an AHL defenseman for Nikita Zadorov. <laughs> Ah! Um. Yeah, I mean, meh. Yeah, meh. I don't think uh, he was particularly great in the A, and I don't think he was anything in the NHL. He played like probably less than five games for us, right? Yeah. Well, I was about to say, I think we brought him up and then immediately replaced him with Middleton, and then immediately replaced that guy with McDonald, and McDonald was randomly doing good, so fuck it. Bye. All right, boys, this is the big one. This is big fish, real big fish. Um, the reason why the salary cap is going to get super fucked for the Avalanche. Um, coming in at $880,000 needs a new contract. Uh, badly. Uh, Kale McCarr. <laughs> mm. <laughs> We had this guy rent free. <laughs> I knew what you were going for with that lead in, and I knew it would work, and it did, and it's so good. <laughs> I'm stuck buffering on that. Holy shit. <laughs> wow. It sucks being a young hockey player. Yeah, look at so that. So what do you think, guys? McCarr probably doesn't do much, right? It's about to yeah, suck yeah. a lot less for my man Kale. Yes. So the Obviously you is... keep McCarr. Yep. Bring him back at league minimum. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, dude. If you're going off of uh that second round, maybe. Uh well last mile. <laughs> thinking probably say a a lot about a lot of people during that second round, but you know. Nathan McKinnon suck. Um, I think it's eight on a longer term, five, six plus year deal, or ten on a bridge, nine, ten on a bridge. Um, I say he takes a low, like, so again, due to flat, flat cap, if he doesn't want to completely fuck the team, he takes a lower beginning of a bridge, and then that bridge gets really high. Yeah, you're right, flat cap. Um, like he seven eight long term still maybe eight or nine. What bridge. is yeah. what is a bridge contract for the homies? Like two years, right? Is usually the length you would call a bridge. Yeah. So essentially, what it is, 
is they're bridging from one contract to the next yeah they are okay they are under the impression that they will be able to make more money um soon based on their performance than they Mm -hmm. have currently like displayed um and they are willing to kind of put their money where their math mouth is by taking a shorter contract which is um which means that they are not guaranteed to be in the league even um necessarily yeah there have been situations where a player's like so you'll take a shorter contract at a little bit higher money normally Mm-hmm. Or lower money, it depends on your circumstances. But for Kale, it would be higher. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're running the risk of losing some stability. And, you know, if you get an $8 million contract for seven years and you start to dip a little bit, you're like, oh, it's okay. But if you may get a $10 million contract for two, and then at the end of that two, you're not playing up to it, then all of a sudden you're like, oh, here's $2 million. It's just a less secure financially position for them, but they get more money initially. Um, or the potential to get more money if they think that they will be much better than their numbers yeah. initially indicate. So you'd say Joe's contract was a bridge, that one-year deal, where he took league minimum because oh, yeah. the thought was he'd play better, and then he did. So um, yeah, you are correct on that one. The interesting thing is I could see him taking a five-year deal going along with the projections yeah, and coming That's in a little thinking. lower money. Because if you do a two-year bridge, then he's up at the same time as McKinnon, and there's not a chance in hell they try to make that happen. Yeah. Yeah. They don't want to do anything with his contract anywhere near before, after, or during Nathan McKinnon's. Yeah. Yeah, I think think he comes in at, like, the 8 million range. uh, If they want to go for, like, a, quote, like, normal deal or whatever. Um, I don't know how much term he wants. Um, He's definitely... A player that is worth like nine or ten million if he fucking wants it though. Um, I just think that he'll take a one or two million dollar discount because that seems to be what these players want. Um, so far, could be wrong. Maybe he's just like, "Yo, give me the eleven million. I want that McDavid money." But you know. But yeah, so... and you probably give it to him. But uh... yeah. Um. The real, the real thing is, what is that McDavid money done for that team up there? It's made Connor McDavid a very happy man. Um, well, well, and McDavid, if you'll pocket. recall, took less than he could have at the time. Oh, yeah. The issue with the McDavid contract is that he took less money than they were offering them uh, so that the team could get use more money on better players and to put around him. And then didn't. Uh, <laughs> LOL. Well, and then they spent a bunch of money on Lucic. They spent a bunch of money on a goalie that sucked ass. They spent a bunch of money on other shit. And you're just sitting there going like, hmm. Cool. Yeah. McDavid's in hell. So yeah, um, currently, Kel McCarr is making like one percent of the cap, um, and he's about to take up closer to ten, um, and that's really that. That's why the Avalanche cap situation is going to be super fucked this year, because between him and another player that will be coming up on kind of soon, um, the Avs' financial situation just got a little bit tighter. You know, they're fu- well, and Landeskog also. Yeah, yeah, Landeskog too. Wallet Coon is about to fucking cry. So, and Brandon saw if he wanted to really keep him, he wants more money. Uh oh yeah. By the way, with that Sog contract, uh, Chicago is retaining one million, so he's actually making six. So I was gonna say that sounded right. I thought six sounded better than five, but I wasn't confident enough to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's rough. Um, what do you, the two of you, think about one Daniel Renouf? Hmm. 
Um, my instinct is to say Daniel Renuff does not do enough, but <laughs> that was awful. Uh, yeah, I know. That's why I said it. I was like, hmm, this is bad. Let's go Ooh, with it. You suck. Yeah, I guess. Bye. That's just, just with my instinct. I don't know if it's right. I don't feel anywhere near as confident with it as I have on others, but yeah, exactly. Uh, I I say goodbye as well. Yeah, as much as his last name sounds like the name of his Pokemon in like the starting area at the start of a game, um, you leave him, man. You take him out of your party, I think. Just make it out of the Nuzlocke alive, SMH. Um, no. I could see them keeping him as an AHL guy. Minimum. Yeah, just, like, league minimum, like, just... keep him down in the A, like... Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sending him to the PC. Oh. Logan O'Connor <laughs> likes to give Jacob Mc... Uh, Daniel Renuff facts, so... Uh, Uncle Reno. Yeah, Uncle Reno. Uh, next one, Kyle Burrows. No. Uh, who? No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Probably the same as Renuff. Maybe just let him uh... go and give a fuck. I Actually, I you don't bring Rose back even in the Furry AHL. Get him out of here. Yeah, he's gone. Is Bur Bur Burrows that bad? He just... Burrows him to the ECHL. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> I was about to say, I remember that one game he came up for against the Wild, and I thought that was funny. He punch, 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 but he do not play hockey. Mm. So we actually have a lot of goalies to talk about. Every goalie that isn't used to Sandinen is up. Every goalie in the app <laughs> system. Mm, um, this sounds bad. <laughs> so, Trust me, yes. <laughs> so let's start with uh, $3,333,333. Philip Grubauer. Keep him. <laughs> oh, yeah, but at that price? Uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm not talking prices, man. I don't, I have no idea, <laughs> no, no grip he... on what is good. Here, My boy is getting the patented goalie that just played well six by six. Yeah, I was about to yeah, say. Yeah, I was like, he's he's been pretty clutch. Like, see that going up. <laughs> I was about yeah. to say, Drang yeah. Bennington, the guy that we just got done sweeping, is making now six by six because they are stupid as fuck and gave him a extension. <laughs> Um, that contract frequently backfires on people, so there's a case to be made that you don't bring them back, but uh, like a six by six or just yeah. period. Or a six by I mean if he takes less, you bring him back. Yeah. But you either give him the money or you give him the term, but you do not give him the money and the term. Sure. I think that makes sense. I think And I just think he's played well enough that he doesn't have to make that choice with you if he doesn't want to. Yeah. Uh, he will be a UFA, so if he doesn't like the terms, he walks, um, which is potentially concerning. But yeah, I, I think I think that you're onto something there. You give him the money or you give him the term, but you have to be careful with both because goalies are fucking fickle beings. Um, you can go from like, I swept the Tampa Bay Lightning and played the most amazing season of my life. Give me Connor McDavid money one year and then absolute trash. Don't even trust you to play against the fucking Lightning. For any the thing is, I think he's good, and I think he's proven that he's good. I'm happy he proved all the idiots that said he was injury prone wrong. And you'd say one year doesn't prove him wrong, doesn't prove them wrong. One year of no injuries doesn't mean he's injury prone. And I would say, um, 
He only had one year of injury, so that doesn't mean he is injury prone, you fucking idiots. Yeah. Um, that just means he, had one, he just had one year of really shitty injuries. Get he had an injury this year, but it was COVID, right? He didn't actually get hurt. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was on the COVID protocol for a bit. Yeah, he, yeah, he got there on COVID. Pro- yeah. He was on the COVID list. He's injury prone. Fuck it. Yep. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would bring him back. I would bring him back for a decent price. I'll buy him at a high price. Mm-hmm. Um, ha ha ha, welcome. But, I mean, with Landy and McCarr and the McKinnon coming up, like, yeah. yeah. It's rough. Sackick is going to have to do some finagling. I still just love, like, the moment of realization. Um, After I said $880,000 kill McCarr that uh, the two homies had, where they were just like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, you got me stuck buffering for a bit there. All right, so the next goalie in need of a contract. Devin Dubnik. No! <laughs> uh, I wonder what I'm going to say He's making $2.1 million right now. Mm. Maybe keep him at this really reduced pay, but Hart says no. Yeah, some voice that you are not you can't place just tells you no in your head, like... Yeah, well, I was already going there. Fuck you. <laughs> what do you think, Devin? What do you think of Dube? So, like, say we don't. Who is the backup? Right? Uh, Pablo Francos. So- Jojo. Right. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, Pablo Francos or Jojo. Those my a, two a person who is allegedly on the team. Um, Pablo Francis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A person think... who is allegedly alive. <laughs> uh, and is also uh, not a uh, pending free agent. He will be a contract with the team. Okay. So, like, my question is, can we can we trust those people to be good backups? Oh, you can trust Frankie if he's healthy. That's, that's the big qualifier, okay. though, right? Is that well, if he's healthy. Well, eh. Even if he is healthy, my man's played a lot of not hockey in the past year and a half. Yeah. Sure. The thing I was, don't know if that means. I mean, he's also old. We, he's like tw- he's like thirty, right? He's thirty-one. He's thirty-one. Yeah. Thirty-one. Yeah. I mean, that's not goalie old, but my man just didn't play for a year and a half, and I guess we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I still trust Fansos more than I uh, trust De- uh, Dubnik, honestly. I, I in a vacuum maybe. Um, what? I don't know. If Dubnik will sign for a million. Maybe you bring him back just as a backup, yeah. like a third was, in case Frankie you just can't. Yeah, I was about yeah. to say I would. I would jokingly. I would only want him on the team for that one million, so I can see his. Again, I just want his name on the cup, the cup the under avalanche. the under the handle avalanche, <laughs> I so know. me and Jake could go to Minnesota. <laughs> Wearing Dubnik jerseys, yeah. laughing our asses off. Yeah, I don't know, man. The issue is who's available this this uh, year. Upcoming goalie free agents. It's Freddie Anderson and Anderson, nobody else that playing. I can remember. Let's pass Anderson, who's not playing well. Uh, I think Chris and Jari is actually up. So fuck no. That would be funny. Um, he sure is up, and ooh. <laughs> who else? That was awful. So, so yeah, like I was saying. Um, I don't know who else who else I place my my trust into, otherwise. 
Uh, yeah, that's I where I was going say... with it. Like, who else do you get? I don't know. So hold on. I would. Um, I've got a list of. So this is like assuming they don't sign with their teams. Um, okay. Tuka Rask. He's going to Boston, or he's retiring. There's no. Yeah, yeah I, I don't. I don't. He, he said I, that I, yesterday. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I was unaware of the actual quote, but that was my impression. Um, <laughs> Pecorine. Mm, he he retires. There's no way. Okay. Yeah, he's old. Uh, Freddie Anderson. No. I'd be okay with it. I think some of it's Toronto. Okay. Uh, well, and then yeah, he'll be in a backup role. And injury. Role. He was hurt. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He was hurt. And be too. a backup role. Yeah. Uh, Auntie Ranta. Mm. Be a fine backup, right? I was about to say that sounds interesting because Ranta, yeah, Ranta got fucked over because he had to play starting role and got injured. Yeah, he, he does get hurt though, like a decent chunk. I feel like I remember, but um, this is this guy's never gonna make it to the market, but Igor Shosturkin is also up. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, James Reimer offer sheet. Reimer, I'd be okay with. He's yeah, meh, here. but I'd be fine with that as a backup. If I remember, he's streaky. So, like, yeah, you either got a really good goalie or you got a really bad one. Oh, so, oh yeah. weir- weirdly enough, Reimer and Mrazek are both up. Um, oh, yeah. There was discussion that we could get one of the two at the trade deadline, and I don't hmm. think that was necessarily oh, yeah. erased for the summer. Hmm. I could see it. I don't want to rely okay. on either one of those guys, but, like... Backup might backup. be fine. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Bernier, eh? I'd do it. Fuck. As Fosse Bernier played really He was well. hurt. That's the only reason we didn't get him. It's because he was hurt. And then he played like, like shit after being hurt. And before being hurt. But I think we could still do that. Uh, Hutton, Riddich, Allmark. These sure are names I've heard but don't know how to feel about. Omar played decent for Buffalo. He was their only good goalie. Riddich is... Those are all about what you'd expect, like mid-tier, I'd say. Find backups. Riddich played bad for the Flames and Toronto. Yeah, but... Yeah, I mean, so I guess my conclusion is you, there's plenty of backups. Oh, damn. Lundquist is uh, a free agent, boys. <laughs> Smile. <laughs> yeah, I, so what I actually think is that... A lot of these were names that were going to get moved and then didn't for whatever reason at the trade deadline. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I would feel comfortable with any one of them over Dubnik or any other goalie we have, except for a a Frankie that's tuned in. Yeah. Weirdly deep backup goalie pool this year, actually. Yeah. Starting goalie, though? Mm -mm. Uh, Not a lot of starters on here. Outside of like, I'd be okay with Freddie if somebody but... <laughs> just way over fucking pays Groovy. I would be okay with Freddie, but I wouldn't feel like great about it. Yeah, interesting. But I'd feel better about Freddie than any of those people. But yeah, I think that's those are my feelings. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Sorry. well, so there, there's your there's your context on like the market. Yeah, yeah. Right. Is sure whatever. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, you guys aren't going to have any opinion on this because you haven't seen this person play, but uh, Jake, what's your opinion on Adam Werner and Indy, I guess? I was actually just going to say Adam Werner, but I was muted. I was reaching for it, and then it came out of your mouth. Um, <laughs> later, girl. Yeah. I think he's yeah. probably gone. He's probably gone. 
I do. I'm so mad that he doesn't have a shout-out, even though that's... That's his fucking shout-out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if Frankie played five... Or sorry, two minutes of that fucking game. Yeah. That is his shout-out, but he's not even coming back. Yeah. Um, alright. Uh, got two more names for you. Smile, 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 uh, smile. The first one... Jonas Johansson. Jono Cheeto Sodome. <laughs> Jojo himself. I like your meme, but no. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I like the idea that he can grow into something, but... Hmm. At 25 I actually years. didn't realize he didn't have more time. Hmm? I didn't realize he didn't have more time on his contract, actually. Oh, yeah. Me either. AJ said that some, the Avs told him, or, you know, he heard from a bird on the podcast one time. He said this, that they maybe are interested in seeing where he can go in a year or two. Yeah, he's 25, so which I is young he, for a goalie. I think you probably bring him back. He showed well enough mm-hmm. after the, you know, three goals in three games, first goals against. Yeah. Um. Debacle. I I don't know. I I mean, he earned a bunch of wins, right? Aside from that weird play, he won. So yeah, I um, I think they bring him back. I think he's planted pretty firmly in the third goalie uh, category for now. Yeah, he can play yeah. in the AHL too. Yeah, not get taxied everywhere. I am curious. Well, he won't be a taxi squad I, now. I think there's potential there. I think he's young enough to show it too. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean, there's no taxi squad now, so. You don't have to finagle that shit. Yep. Not like by the end of it, the taxi squad even existed anyway. They just did whatever. <laughs> but, you know. Yeah. All those rules of they have to play it beyond the taxi squad for a week before they can play and stuff. Like, all that stuff just got, like, ignored. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the last name I suspect is going to be money off the cap, unfortunately. Um, fucking yikers. Matt Calvert. Wait. Is Miska not up? I don't see Miska on I don't see Miska on this list. Oh, I thought Miska was done. I mean, he's done no matter what, but I thought Miska was done. Uh, well, let's talk about Calvert for the homies. We can ignore Miska, like everybody else should. (laughs) Yeah, Matt Calvert. Uh, making a cool... 2.85 against the cap. Mm. He's going to lose some funds, but I think he stays around. Uh, I'm not sure. But I would say probably gone. What position does Matt Calvert play, boys? Um, Well, you got me there. (laughs) My thought was when Dakota started this section, he said, now moving on to the goalies, so... And then you named a skater. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, moving on to injured reserve. <laughs> yeah, I, was yeah like, I, don't... I don't remember Calvert being a goalie, but okay, I'm wrong. Well, well, I knew he wasn't a goalie. I just don't remember where he plays on He's the team. He's a winger. Okay. Famous right winger. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, these boys didn't really get to see the Calvert magic. No. He's the boy with the pink visor. Yes, I remember him. Okay, making sure. Um, I I want him back. I think he, he's great, 
but I think he's done. I think he retires. I think he's. Done. I think he retires. Yeah. Like I would love to have the man back, but um, uh, not the cost of this man's health. Yeah. It's not like he's been playing through anything and needs a summer to recover. He hasn't been playing. Like, he's done, dude. Go spend time with your fucking family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love my boy. Wear your so pink much. visor on the beach, homie. Fuck, man. So, yeah. Those are all the upcoming free agents for the Avalanche. Um, Yeah. Fuck, dude. I don't know. We'll have to see what they do in the summer. I think that changes are coming. Making my boy JT's in danger. I hope so. <laughs> um, but I think that it's like a necessary thing to try to get the sod father himself to stay in Colorado. I think he was Credit great. JTU have more Lego room for Groovy, sod, like Landy and Makar, the money's already there with everyone who's coming off. Like it's fine, but mm-hmm. Yeah. Um it's not an insurmountable task for Joe Sackick to t- to undertake, um, but there is going to have to be some finagling to trust him. He has proven to be quite good at this whole GM thing uh, over the past few years. So, go Avs. Um, we love you. Go Avs, <laughs> hail Satan. Yes. Oh, so non-roster? Okay, there's yeah, actually some non-roster the, the, people. I was about to say, a non-roster has Misko on it, and I sat there and I was like, okay. Misko played NHL games, he is on the wrong list, but okay. Oh, who the fuck is Peyton Jones, and why would we bring him back if I don't know who he is? He's a goalie, right? Yeah, he's a goalie. Yeah, uh, yeah smile. <laughs> okay, surprise, we found some more people. Um, Jake, what do, <laughs> you, what do you think about Sheldon Dreis? No. Travis Barron. <laughs> Travis Barron. No. Ty Lewis. No. Michael Vercioni. Next. Okay. <laughs> None of those guys are coming back. Maybe. We might. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say League Men for the fucking lot of y'all. Those are guys I don't even think had NHL contracts, right? I think they were just pure AHL contracts. Yeah, I believe Such so. Dries. Yeah, I think those are pure minor league contracts. We have a whole other segment, don't we? <laughs> Do we? Going over our predictions. Oh, oh yeah. The point tallies. Um, Habs in four, Islanders in four. Next. No, the predictions we had and whether they were... Yeah, right yeah. Oh, the, the okay. review. The reviews and then... The I'm too sad to talk about how wrong I was. I was very wrong, <laughs> since, sir. Since there's not that many... Fuck One second, you. let me go get more alcohol to push me through this. <laughs> well, I was going to say, since there's not that many, we could just make predictions for the rest of the series, then recap, because uh, we're going to do a pod at the uh, end, right? That was my understanding. No, we're going to go round by round. Okay. We'll do that for... We can predict the next two, but I want to review these in this podcast instead of going to another one. I'm just covering three rounds in one podcast. That seems ridiculous. Uh, three series. Not be two rounds, right? Well, no, because if we do one podcast to go over our review of round two and then do three and four also. No. I was going to say this is what we picked in the moment and just trust that the listeners um, 
trust us not to have cheated. Yeah, you gotta count my points, though. No, never. <laughs> All right, so now to the segment that uh, my co-hosts were gracious enough to remind me of. Um, Someone's so, gotta do the work around here. Yeah, someone asked you. So last uh, last time the rounds changed, we made predictions as to how that would go. Um, starting off in the east, the Bruins versus the Islanders. The Islanders won that one in six. Um, much to the detriment of everybody who picked, um, because Dylan picked Bruins <laughs> in five, Devin Bruins in six, Indy Bruins in six, Jake Bruins in six. I picked Islanders, but in seven, so. You get nothing, you lose. Good day. Damn. Good day, sir. Good day, sir. Um, in the north, we had the Jets versus the Montreal Canadiens. Um, the Montreal Canadiens swept four games. Um, so, Dylan, you picked the Jets in six. Devin, Jets in five. Indy, Idiots. Jets in six. Jake, you picked Habs in five. And uh, your boy. I did, didn't I? <laughs> your boy. You gave, the, you gave the Hellebuck robbed one game. Oh, yeah, you did. Uh, but you know who didn't say Hellebuck would rob them of a game? Me. I got a point on this one. Habs in four. You have less points than I do overall. Whatever. Congratulations. I, I was right. You get a feeling of accomplishment when you guess correctly. You should really get well, an accomplishment when you guess the sweep and the sweep actually. I already, I already did that bit last time. I said you're right. I do feel good. <laughs> yeah, well, I know. I, can I come edited up with it. a new joke. And my joke is, I get a feeling of sadness when I don't win a point. <laughs> well, prepare yeah. for that not to change, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> um so now the central. Tampa Bay one in five. So Dylan, how do you feel? You pick Tampa in five. You get a point. Oh seriously? Yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> I was I was expecting to leave this game with no points. Wait, he did Pause. pick Tampa in five? He picked Tampa in five. He did Brutal. his home team traitor. <laughs> traitor. I believe points, but at what cost? I believe that he made that prediction when Tampa was up two to one in the series. Yeah. Oh. And Hurricane was already struggling uh, before, so I was like, I hate to do it to him, but <laughs> but believe Wait, no. in your team. It never gets you to a bad no. spot emotionally. Smile. I, if I remember. The they were it was they were down two zero, and then he was like, "Well, they sucked ass against the Predators. I'm going to predict they lose the Bolts." Yeah. Uh, Devin, you Very picked long, Tampa in six. Indy, you picked the Canes in seven. Jake, you got Tampa in six, and I also took the Canes in seven. I, I thought. I thought the homies could pull it. I together, did but... pick Tampa in six, didn't I? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Listen, so I. Be, being one game off on two series in this, can't feel too bad about it. I mean, yeah. I guess we could... That's almost like getting points. I, I guess we could ret retroactively rescore this and say if you got the correct team, you get a point, and if you got the number of games right, you get three or something mm. like that. No. 
Next. You know, it's oh. funny because when you said the initial roll set at the start of this, that's what you said, and then you promptly said, you only get points if you get it exactly right. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I, I'm making this up as we'll, I go we'll along. We'll do it for the next cup. I'm not doing You're this trying to rig it for yourself. We have a listener out there that's like, you're doing it wrong. You're not doing it like you fucking said. And like Zimbabwe or something. <laughs> I'm sorry, guy. What? He's very One invested. Guy. Uh, we all got the abs <laughs> wrong because the abs lost in six yeah. and we all picked them. Uh, um, well, in varying degrees of four and five. Um, so moving on. Fuck. All right. Predictions. Why'd you have to remind me? Fuck. I'm sad now. Predictions. Hey, man, <laughs> I went to work and got immediately reminded that my team lost by my coworker. Yeah. It's Vegas versus Tampa. No. Uh, um, no. 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 So going against the the, the That's right. Yeah. The, oh. So the first series is Tampa Bay Lightning versus the Montreal Canadiens. What? Mm. Sorry, I said Tampa. I meant Vegas. Sorry. My I was about was to say like. Yes. Uh, I was like, sir. Golden Knights versus the Montreal Canadiens. That is the correct okay. one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, probably Vegas. And how uh, many games? Vegas in. How did the Canadian? They swept, huh? Um. Don't give them too much credit for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not going to give them like a lot. I think it's still going to go to Vegas, but I think maybe they're rested enough from getting their shit over quickly that maybe they uh, get a game in. So I'm going to say Vegas in five. Vegas in five, Devin. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to say similarly. As much as uh, I don't want Vegas to win because oh. fuck those guys. <laughs> uh, Yeah, probably that. I had to guess. Vegas in five? Mm-hmm. Indy. Uh, th- these are no longer uh, logical predictions I am making, and these are pure by the heart. I am wearing. I am now wearing this Patrick Walk Montreal Canadiens. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Habs and six. Okay, you can continue. That's about to say. I'm doing Habs and six as well because I believe if the Montreal keeps doing what they've been doing and how they've been doing it, I think Vegas can fall apart and will fall apart because that Vegas can't score. And if Price doesn't let in, you know, a shot from Nick Holden at the point that he should have seen, um, they're gonna do okay. Yeah, that's about to say. If Price is been doing if price keep, keeps up uh carry price and playoff style i'm sorry it's a done ramp i knew as soon as you were talking that you were gonna say halves and six and i was like no i was gonna wait till last but fuck you this is my thunder halves in four fuck him <laughs> speaking of thunder lightning in six not actually uh so the next series is the tampa bay lightning versus the new york islanders a repeat from last year. Hmm. This is one where I haven't been following them. So, uh... Tampa Bay is the team that's cheating. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was going to say Tampa. <laughs> I was going to save them anyways, but... Well, yeah. well, Hannah, did Carolina fail to actually injure Kucherov? Like, did they actually fail at that? Because I know they started trying to go for that when they were losing that last game. Uh, I think Kucherov. No, he's is fine. He's also the leading scorer in the playoffs. Well, I know, I'm but Tampa in six, by the way. Um, I'm gonna say. Um, 
Lightning. Clean sweep. Okay. Campaign four. Indy. Um, I'm sorry, my boys. Uh, I'm going to go with Isles and six. That team, I, I feel like, has the ability to shut down what the type of Tampa Bay Lightning are. The only thing that would stop stop them is a guy named Vasilevsky, but that's about it. Hmm. Islanders in six. Jake. Um, Tampa in five. Okay. Uh, I have Islanders in four. Fuck them. <laughs> it's like double the spite. I love that our predictions are now emotional. Exactly. Yes. Hey, again, I said as soon as I started, I was like, "Fuck the logical guesses. This is pure fucking emotion." Now, listen. If one of my All guesses right, hits, so... I'm I'm happy. If they both hit, I'm gonna be ecstatic. You won't I'm get me to nut so... Cheerios. Dakota, hmm. who's gonna win? Out of both of your sweeps for the Stanley Cup, I gotta know. Uh, they're both gonna sweep each other. It'll be sick. Oh, oh! <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna have to saw the cup in half. <laughs> Only half the team gets their names etched into it. Smile. So yeah, that's our predictions for round three. Um, fuck them. I think Tampa wins it all. They are definitely poised to do it. People are going to be like, give me seven games of VGK Tampa right into my veins. And you know what I have to say to that? Fuck him. Fuck you. I was about to say, go fuck yourself. I want the Habs to beat Vegas because Vegas looked so good. And then I want Canada to lose. And I'm okay if Tampa wins to facilitate that. Like, I, I would I prefer to... if the Islanders win to facilitate that. Give the Islanders the cup. Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah, I think the Islanders are the one I want to win the cup most out of the remaining four. Yeah. Emotionally, yeah, I want. Like, personally, I would want them to win it. I mean, they were high up there for me anyway. It was like maybe Gavs, Canes, Islanders is probably close to my. Yeah, I'm a, I want this to happen. Order. Uh, that's fine. Go for I'll it. say the the only universe where I sit here and want the. Lightning to win another one is if Vegas is in the finals, and I want them to sweep. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, that's where I'm at, too. The only universe Tampa's allowed to win is if they're going up against Vegas. And people are going to be like, it'll be the greatest cup final of all time. Let's go. And I'm just going to, like, you know, get my toilet paper noose or something and just... <laughs> just commit. Okay. <laughs> I have the podcast name, hmm. episode name. Mm -hmm. The noose is loose. <laughs> oh. oh no! <laughs> no. Because we have hope for next year. Smile. No. no, we we have the thumbnail for this one is just a sad noose. I am just grimacing. <laughs> 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 it's so good though. We call it the noose is loose and open with daters fucking drunken ramblings. <laughs> Yikes. The, the, the episode just literally needs to be titled His Quote. <laughs> yeah. Uh Nate the whole ass quote. I know you're a gamer. <laughs> it's just like I know you're a gamer. That's the title. Yeah. 
I know, uh, Nate, I know you're a gamer, uh, is the title. Yeah. I'm cool with that. <laughs> me, 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 me. Uh, Nate, I know you're a gamer in all this, and, uh, you know, I'm just thinking maybe out loud as far as in your shoes right now, like, we've done all the thinking we can do. We've done all the game plan we can do. Maybe, 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 you know, just fuck it. We'll just go into next year and not think anymore and win this thing when we don't think that much. Am I on the right path here at all with this? Like, maybe you guys just think a little too much? Uh, no, no. V verbal next copy question. pasta. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> That's right, anime as leaders. <laughs> Yikes. Um, I'm glad that we are deciding to do more episodes later because this is just this was a yikers way to end it. No, this <laughs> is a good episode. It's a fun way to end it. I don't know what your fucking problem is. That's um, right, man, 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 neither. So, oh, if you <laughs> okay, Nemo. <laughs> so, so uh, if you want, you to... have to leave that in. No, I don't got to do anything. I'm a mad god with editing powers. Um, so yeah, if you want to contact the show, you can do so on Twitter at Grit Hockey Cast. If you want to contact me personally, no, I'm no, 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 no. We changed it. We changed it. Okay. It's at Grit, a Pokemon online trading card game beginner's guide for Sword and Shield's Shining Fates expansion pack. Cast. I think that goes over the Twitter. No character limit <laughs> <laughs> um if you want to contact me personally i'm at kumo dare uh, and if you want to get a hold of jake that's right how do you spell that <laughs> uh d-e-e-z-n-u-t-z -E -E <laughs> that's right Are anime no as leaders <laughs> at anime as leaders what yeah, that's right. That's Plot clearly twist. not what his handle is. The betrayal. Money? No, it's not. Hmm. You've been feeding the listeners misinformation this whole time. No. No. You just said it wrong. It's at anime is leaders. Not at anime is leaders. Duh. Mm. Get your shit together. That's right. At anime is no. leaders. Dylan, why would you go? You're supposed to let the crickets roll on that one. Fucking A. Mm -hmm. I was thinking you guys were going to let the crickets roll on. <laughs> How do you spell it? And I was like, oh, this is the great end to the podcast. No. Is <laughs> 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 right. just waiting for Jake to answer that question? No. It's so at Anime's Leaders. Okay. <laughs> so the end of the avalanche season is upon us. Um, we're going to be not making any new episodes until the end of each of the remaining playoff series. When we hit the off season, we will put out episodes whenever there needs to be episodes. In the meantime, um, some of us have an idea of what we might want to do during the summer, and we will keep you updated. It's a bad one. Know specifically what's going on. It's a great idea. It's a bad idea. It's a great idea. idea. I like the idea. I think it is fun. No. Um, Wait, since meat spin is available, can we buy it for the podcast domain? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you want to pony yes. up for it. How much is it? You got to let me know, Link. 
I have to let you know? Yeah. Uh, you can find us at meatspin.com. <laughs> yeah, right? God damn. That's some marketing right there. <laughs> you thought you were... just play with sticks and our dicks. <laughs> Aw. Now we all give a hearty laugh and have it fade out into you spin me right round. Yeah. Uh, for the ending. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, bye. Oh, <laughs> 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 <laughs>